Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Hope you're doing well. You doing all right, James? I'm doing fantastic, Justin Wyatt. Why are you fantastic? Because uh, you have helped your kids pull off the most epic Mother's Day gift for Christy, right? <laughs> Coming up this weekend, Mother's Day. Wait, and what? You... <laughs> Mother's Day is this <laughs> that's week? Why you're so, that's why you're doing yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. You're so excited. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just a good season. Good it's, season. Yeah. yeah, we celebrated, you know, Esther being yeah, in our family and so family dedication. Sweet. It was sweet and... Good Sunday. It's our long. It was our long day. Yeah. Everybody doesn't know this, but like once one Sunday a month, we're here from like seven a.m. to seven p.m. Yeah. Because uh, discover yeah. trustee meetings, trustee meetings, MLT prayer meetings, night. prayer mm-hmm. nights. Yeah. And people but are it, like, "Why do y'all?" Like, it's just so much better to have one Sunday a month where it's just a. I yeah, mean, go hard is. all day, and then you have no brain cells left. Yeah, then to yeah. do that, have random meetings hard, every like other. Yeah, yeah, that, you yeah. do. It's just because you don't but get to stop. There's no break in that. But. I, I heard someone say, "Ministry tired." is a good tired. Mm. And I do feel that, you yeah. know, I'm sad that that's not true for every master, yeah. <laughs> but like it was a good yeah. day. Discover is always, I'm always so excited to see new people coming yeah. in. And, and there's you know. a lot, you know, yesterday it was cool because there were uh, several families there. We had a lot of families with young kids, you know, right, at right. Discover. And it's funny because several of them sent messages like, did we register our kids? Like, yeah, bring them. And, you know, I think sometimes the kids do better in Discover than adults, but they, yeah. So it's just cool to see how God's working. And mm-hmm. it's always, some people register ahead of time for Discover. Some people yeah. don't. We always, we really don't always know who's coming, uh, but it's always beautiful. And really, I would say, the, I mean, for the past year at least, maybe two years at Discover, it's been a really great cross section of almost every generation represented mm-hmm. at every Discover, which is mm-hmm. exciting because I feel like that's healthy. Yeah, um, yeah, which is exciting. Some people that grew up in outhouses, and some people that I'm just kidding, <laughs> not that old, but yeah, you know, you know. yeah, man. So, so yeah, well, let's dive new into series coming up new series coming up. One, as we continue in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians part two. Uh, yeah, talking about, you know, one purpose of the church, one, the unity of the spirit, uh, how it unifies us, one mission, all those yeah. things can be good. But, but, but this past week, that's right. Yeah. We uh, wrapped God. up finding your purpose. Yes, yeah. That verse was in there. Yes. Yeah. But God. Um, you know, I like big butts. <laughs> that's right. And it's a Bible. big, it is in a big Bible. butt yeah, in yeah, Ephesians yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this past week, walking through Ephesians 2 verses 1 through uh, 10, right? Was it, do we stop at 10? Mm, I can't. Yeah, that's did, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good job, Justin. Yeah, thank you. I, I do pay attention. Uh, what a great, I mean, this is probably one of the most, uh, for Christians, uh, most well-known passages mm-hmm. um, because of the themes, especially in uh Eight, nine, and verses eight, nine, and ten. But leading up to verses eight, nine, and ten, mm-hmm. it's the doom and gloom of sin and <laughs> sin and death. <laughs> and so, what we're talking about today is why do we talk about sin uh, in our worship services? And this is coming from a place. Um, where uh, there called is a, hell. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually just listened to a podcast with um, Dane Ortland talking about a short little book he wrote about hell and how he felt like he had been neglecting that in his preaching and mm, felt mm, compelled by the spirit mm, to really uh, spend mm, time on it. Um, mm. But um, we're talking about. I this read a short little book on hell called Love Wins. <laughs> oh yeah, right. By Rob Bell, please. I, how he talks about how it's not. Real. Oh and, my goodness! And what a terrible look. Um, that led to the, the the infamous tweet by John Piper. Farewell, Rob Bell. That which started, is right, yeah. and it led to the book by Francis Chan and called it Racing Racing Hell. Hell. So there you go. A little bit of uh, modern Christian uh, church uh, 
pop, not, I wouldn't say it's pop culture because it's know. not, but, From but you like know, 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's, it's yeah. history now. It is history. Um, so really this is coming from a place of what we do see in um, many churches and in many Christians is a desire to focus more on God's love, uh, God's uh, God's with us, which are yeah. which those things are true, but uh, to really to a neglect of sin and the right. consequences of sin, or as Paul writes the in the English version, Paul wrote in English, wages of sin, the price of sin is death. Um, and I, you know, as we start this conversation, I'll start from a place of, you know, I've I've had conversations, and I think you have too. I remember a conversation with somebody one time at the gym and they were talking about churches and they're like, yeah, I just don't want to go to a church where they just talk about all that's wrong with me. That's I just, strange because you work out at your house. Uh, so no, well, this, this, this isn't, this is, no, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I do work at my garage yeah, now. This, is, this, this is was prior, this is in the past. And then they said, I want to go, I want to leave feeling better about myself. Ooh, yeah. Um, and I was like, mm-hmm. I understand that sentiment, but let me explain. And then we had a conversation about it. So that's kind of the, the overall mentality that I think is per- pervasive in our culture and in the church. Uh, so yeah. let's talk about why do mm-hmm. we focus mm-hmm. and talk about sin in worship? Yeah, I think uh, just to drive home, because you know, I think some of our Boggy Talk listeners totally get what we're talking about. And some are probably like, huh? So there's a popular worship song, um, which will be mentioned later in this podcast called In Christ Alone. Mm. Um, and we sing that here. And there's a rat, there's a verse in that uh, that talks about the wrath of God you know, yeah. being satisfied on the cross. And I was actually at a friend's church uh, in uh, a state that you would expect this to be the case. And they left that verse out when they mm-hmm. sang. And I think theologically, they still would agree with it, but they left it out mm-hmm. probably because they knew the yep. feelings it would invoke. Um, you were mentioning that some yeah, actually, say churches. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember being at the Passion Conference, they left it out and the lot, you know, when we were there, I was like, wait, we just skipped a verse. And then, uh, yeah, I think it was, it was the PCUSA actually wanted uh, approach the writers of that hymn. I mean, and, and some people, it's so funny. They say, I love that hymn in Christ alone. It's been around. So I, I was it written in like 2002 guys. So, um, mm-hmm. when, when people who are older say that hymn, we've been singing it since I was a kid. It's like, mm, you're thinking of a different one, but they actually approached the Gettys about, uh, including that in their hymnal, mm-hmm. uh, with the caveat that they could leave that verse out that mm-hmm. stands out. And the Getty said, no, so it's Good not job, in their hymnal. Yeah, Good way job, to stand Gettys. strong, not cave into the. Get it, get it. That's right. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. Yeah. So, so anyway, so so, um, yeah, and and I think that you know this uh, is countercultural. So yeah. um, it, it is challenging um, in some ways, and I I would say that I think because we do talk about it, um, there are people who specifically choose a. I would say a specific other church in the area, but specific other churches in the area because they don't talk about it the same way we do. So, so why, why do we talk about it? Well, um, I, I wrote some notes. One is theologically. Mm. So that's the study of God, our beliefs, our doctrine. Yep. I mean, it's theology. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 the idea of salvation doesn't really make sense without what we need to be saved from. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, um, when we understand greater our need for salvation, we understand greater how God is good to meet that need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and so to me, it is imperative to understand this. And I think um, what you said, you know, it, it is so important too. It's not, it's not, this is bigger than the love of God, right? Like, it's 
this is great and the love of God is so big. And the more we understand the depth of our sin, the more we understand how big God's love is. I do think like one of the issues is there there was a period in our in church life mm-hmm. where preachers were preaching sin and judgment against the culture yeah more than sin and judgment against all of us yeah like Ephesians 2 which we just looked at and um 1 Corinthians something can't remember it right now uh I want to say 10 but anyway he says enlisting like how bad sin is he they both say that was us like mm, yeah so that's it's, Paul. it's not right guys mm-hmm. it's not Paul with split personalities but so so I think like to me it's not ever like those out there are like this mm-hmm. it's we are like this right absolutely and I think what you're saying and what we're hitting at too is that there is there was I wouldn't say a, a miss there was a that mentality of of many pastors and still exists today where it's like the the preaching falls short in that they do talk about hell and you know the the wrath of God but they really stop and don't ever get to the, the heart of the gospel right. of grace uh, and forgiveness through Christ. And it is this like, and I think there are, I think there is a, a push towards this, like, let's not talk about sin because people have legitimately felt, uh, a, the right word, attacked, but like the hellfire and brimstone and the, um, we're scaring the hell out of people. That's like, the literal phrase you know, I was thinking. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, and I think that's- I just wanted to say that. <laughs> well, yeah, I said yeah. it first, yeah, so yeah, now it's, yeah, yeah. it's okay if I say it yeah. in first because I'm the worship pastor. <laughs> Right. They expect weird things from me, That's right. um, but I think so. That I do. I am empathetic towards that that sentiment. However, I think when we it, also in that is that to say we only want to focus on God's love, mm-hmm. it's not really a complete picture of He is, and I can't pinpoint where who said this, where what you know commentary or Bible says doing, but they were talking about God's love and that God is holy. And that is God, like when we talk about the attributes of God, the fundamental attribute of God is that he's holy because he's perfect. He's set apart. Yes, he is set apart. And there's, and everything else, all the other attributes of God really flow out of his holiness that he is loving because he's holy Mm -hmm. and his loving, his love is perfect because he is holy and his wrath, like he is wrathful against sin. And and that's because he's holy. He's compassionate uh, because he's holy because he's perfect. And so it goes back to the fact that God is perfect Mm -hmm. in every way. Mm -hmm. And so to try to um, focus on, one attribute mm-hmm. of God without it in light of all the other attributes of God mm-hmm. really is kind of forming God in our own image. Yeah, you're right. We're beginning to take liberty with who God is, you know, and I've, and I've said before a couple of things, like one is that like, if, if somebody talked to me about their spouse and they were saying all these great things about their spouse, and then I met their spouse and their spouse wasn't what they had talked about. I'm like, man, they're in love with an idea of their spouse mm-hmm. that caters to them yeah. better. And, um, you know, and, and there's, there's nuances of that. Right. But with God, like we need to conform because he's holy. And then also like a definition of love that says, you know, to your child, oh, you want to play in the street and be free? Like play in the street, like when there's oncoming traffic is not love. And so when we don't understand like the need of rescue uh, and that God did the rescue, we're not really fully understanding what love is. Mm -hmm. And so 
I, I think that so much of this is rooted in like, we don't want to deal with our sin yeah. and, and acknowledge our need for rescue mm-hmm. because we are utterly dependent on God. And the more we realize sin, the more we realize to say God loves me and saved me, we realize how little we can boast in ourselves. That's right. Yeah. And, I mean, that's ultimately like, I, I talked about this Sunday, you have to be born again. Like mm. you have to die to yourself. And yeah. I don't think a lot of people want to do yeah. that. And so, so, but so theologically that's that. Yeah. So then, so how the, else? Yeah. Another reason we talk about it. So we get the theological concept there, or at least the beginning of it. Well, we go through books of the Bible. So the frequency with which we talk about it is directly, directly correlates with how often it's mentioned in scripture, <laughs> which is a lot of the time. I mean, in Genesis, right at the beginning, yeah. if we were going through Genesis, like you immediately see Adam and Eve screw everything up, yeah. right? Like, and, and we have followed suit. Uh, you got to compare that then with the new Testament and how it refers to that. You know, mm-hmm. you go through the story of the Israelites and you're going to yeah. see man, like God's over and saving over and grace over in spite of their stubbornness. Over and over again. Yeah. Right. You see God, th- then you see the people of Israel wanting a King when God didn't want them to have a King, mm-hmm. when have prophets and then yeah. how bad that was when you mm-hmm. try to be a nation that is built on being prosperous and not just following God. Hey, man, America. And then you got the minor prophets who are preaching the judgment of yeah. God that is deserved. Mm-hmm. You have the psalmists that are talking about our need for sin, the wisdom yeah. and how we need to look to God. Then you go to the New Testament, right? Yeah. And here mm-hmm. is Jesus and he's preaching it. and he's showing how good he is, but he's saying, I came to save this world, right? And then Paul's talk, you see Acts and you see how messed up the church is, even though God's spirit works through it. And then you see Paul writing letters about how quickly we've gotten away from the gospel. And then you hear the other letters that are basically dealing with the same thing. And then you have the the picture of revelation, which talks about the depth of the need to God to write the world. Mm-hmm. And so you can't walk through the Bible and not talk about this. That's right. I mean, you really, if you go uh, through whoo, the scripture, whoo, I'm sorry, I'm back. <laughs> hey, I'm back. I, come, I came hey, back. I, got, I pulled up my I white black, handkerchief. I blacked out there for I'm, a minute. I'm waving, <laughs> I'm banging my tambourine, sorry. Sorry. Waving my, yeah, yeah. running laps, doing some Pentecostal <laughs> circles around oh, the room. Oh gosh. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's yeah. so true. And, <laughs> and, I think and like, then you lost your job. <laughs> not because of me. <laughs> Just kidding. But it's like, you know, to, to go through the word and to not be confronted with this, you really are having to read with a Sharpie and black it out, you know? Um, and I think that's, it, it's there. And I, yeah, I you know, That's I think good. you just, you can't yeah. argue with the fact that we are, con- if you're studying the word, you're confronted with your sin. Yeah. So I don't know that there's much more well, to add and, to that. And then, and then <laughs> yeah. I would say, so we've talked about how it's a theological concept, how if you're exegetic, exegetically or ex- exegetically going mm-hmm. through the Bible, then practically, like if you aren't focused on sin, practically speaking, you're not helping each other. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus told us. You're that, just trying to do better. Right. Like, yeah. Jesus, oh, I hate the phrase. Do better. Je- we do must better. do better. Oh, yeah, we, they, we we should, but we can't. So yeah, they need like, Jesus. Yeah, I yeah, know, right? Like my kids, like mm-hmm. immaturely are like, get better. You know, when somebody's not good at sports <laughs> or something, I'm like, why are 40 year olds giving that same advice, right? Like, <laughs> like seriously, like that's so burdensome. Uh, but, but like, I'm not, again, it needs to be met with grace and restoration and love in the full picture. But if we're leaving people's mm-hmm. sin, we're not helping them. No, not a bit. And I think part Maybe of what part of it too is helping people understand. And I think when I say helping people, I mean and also like us. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like check yourself before yeah, you that's check right. yourself. Understand like just how deep the roots of sin go. Uh, in our own hearts, because I think, you know, if we've grown up in a in a culture or a, I should speak 
specifically like a church culture that really has preached sin is more of morality, right and wrong, and not just like mm. the mm. the motives of why we do things and mm. the desire for control, our selfishness, our pride, and um, mm. you know, really like to see like the depths of how sin even affects can affect our motives mm. and our like our misplaced identity. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're selling it short because you can't. Like, because the gospel has deep roots, it has to uproot the things with deep roots mm. to, to put the true like gospel roots down deep. You know, in, in the life group last week, we were talking about uh, at the end of Ephesians chapter one, where it said, you know, this, this prayer that Paul is praying. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he's talking about because Jesus, God placed yeah, Jesus. Right, and then right. it says, and everything is under his feet. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about how, like, if everything is under Jesus' feet, Jesus' feet, that means that's that's a picture of his authority right, over all right. things. And if, if, if everything's under Jesus' feet, that includes us. Mm-hmm. And so what that led us to is this, like, a discussion of how like so much of our desire for control, mm-hmm. it's sin. And we actually need to like, as we read these passages of like everything under Jesus's feet, like need yeah. to pause and say, God, like, what do I need to repent of just trying to be God That's over? Right. That's right. You know, and I think to, to just be like, sin is don't do this, don't do yeah. this. But it's like, also it needs to expose the roots and we yeah. just practically have to do that. Like we have to, well, we need we, to trust the we. spirit to do that in us, you know, and mm-hmm. in the church. So since you bring that up, Justin, there's something I mean, to Come talk on, to you about. Come no, on, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Deep roots. Yeah. And so then I would just say like musically, and before I let the music guy talk, like mm-hmm. we sing about our worship. And like, if you don't want to sing songs about this, I don't think you're worshiping mm-hmm. Christ for who he is. And to me, like, you know, God has really been growing me and I've, I've like even deepened my dependence on him. And I'm sure that I'll experience that by his grace more to come. But like the one thing I'm realizing as I strive to be more like him is how sinful I am. Like Mm. Paul says, you know, my members wage war against themselves. When we sing like my sin, oh, the bliss Mm -hmm. of this glorious thought, my sin, not in part, but the whole was nailed to the cross. Like what just freedom that gives me, you know, like not to sin, but to know that in spite of me, like Mm -hmm. Jesus, you know, the wrath and and the wrath of God was satisfied. Like, man, like. I think, you know, as we, you know, I think, you know, music is a powerful tool in this. And, uh, you know, as we, playing songs for services. We're trying to tell, like to highlight the whole story of the gospel Mm -hmm. um, from, you know, God, like he's holy, he's perfect. We sin, we fall short. He forgives and he will return. Like he is the one who ultimately is judge and defender and will come and come again. Uh, We try to, every Sunday, try to cover the story of the gospel and the songs we sing. Um, But it's just, it's a powerful uh, tool uh, music is a powerful tool uh, in our own hearts to rehearse the truth, mm-hmm. um, to memorize scripture. These, these uh, that we, but also to expose things uh, in our hearts. But when we like the verse you just mentioned from it as well, um, you know, we've sung that and we sing that in our traditional and our contemporary services. And you know, it's like one of some of these lines that we sing, like in choir rehearsal. I'll tell the choir, I'm like, you can't sing that and not just like glow, <laughs> like glow. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you to tell you just, we have like, it is just when you are engaged, when you're actually like engaging with what you're singing, mm-hmm. the truth, it is just like, come on. Like that is just so 
powerful. And, and so we and really, Baptists translate that as stone face to slight smirk. I, I, I see, smirk. I see one corner, yeah, one corner of, of your lip, lip like, up. you yeah. know, uh, you know, and I tell people like, it doesn't need to look like me. It doesn't need to look like another person. It needs to be like you, like create an image of God. Like you're singing this mm-hmm. truth and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, the Holy Spirit. Let's worship, brother. Come on, yeah, it's just good. So I think open the eyes of my heart, Lord. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's just an opportunity to engage mm. with this, and and also to not stop there, but like to press into the forgiveness. You yeah, know, right. I I go back to when I was uh, in the first church that I served here in the uh, in the Atlanta area. I um, we're not in the Atlanta area. You know, well, when I was when I said here, I meant like the first the church. US. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the first yeah. church I served in, like worship it was overseas so yeah, yeah. uh and in the that makes me sound so international right mm-hmm. my first stateside gig oh, uh, that's I how like people that. that's I how like musicians that. talk yeah, yeah. Oh, drives me crazy yeah. um worship leading not a gig yo um yeah. but i remember like and this was kind of i i had operated this way and this was really a trend in worship planning at the time and i just wasn't I mean, I was just young and not fully, I mean, I'm still growing, but mm-hmm. I was, and so I like the pastor's past sermon was like on God's holiness. And so all the songs we sang were just about God's holiness. And I was just like, man, this is going to be awesome. And it really was a powerful service. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um, then afterwards, um, I talked to a friend in that church who had invited a friend to mm. come to that service, and that friend was a universalist. Ooh. And the the comment they made was like, wow, it was a beautiful service, but I think we just see God differently. You guys see God as just so powerful and so above us. And we yep. see God, and yeah, then, which is true. Yeah, yeah. And we see God as just here and near. And while- That's true too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, it really showed me like, oh man, I, in, you can't one, you can't like just focus. So it goes back to what I said earlier. You can't just focus on one attribute of God because in focusing like, because that's not the full picture of who he is. Right. And so that really helped me as a worship pastor to say, you know what? I can't stop there i you have to press into the gospel story in worship mm-hmm. uh and not just leave it at god as holy though yeah. that's true yeah. though that's true and you should like if you're only focused on god you're here with me god's you're near you're my best friend then you are also neglecting a full picture of who god is and so that's why we have to sing like more than one song because not just one song <laughs> says it all um but it's just it comes back to like you have to address sin to really appreciate how holy he is mm-hmm. and how great the cross is. Mm-hmm. You know, if we, if we, you know, if we don't address our sin and the teaching of the word and our songs, then we're just like, of course, Jesus died for me. I'm awesome. You know, <laughs> I, that is one of the beauties of like hymns, like, even though some of them sound like, um, you know, I don't know, mm. you're in a, you know, I don't know what I would call it. So yeah. bad, bad. <laughs> bad hey, it was tunes. funny that a friend who doesn't go to this church was watching our um, eight o'clock service one Sunday and he texted me and said, like, that's good that you guys do that service still, you know? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was like, sometimes I cringe, but um, you know, I'm glad we do it. He said, one man's cringe is another man's blessing. It's true. I thought that it's was true. a good, yeah. that was a good way of that's saying true. it. But the hymns would go through like the four verses, basically mm-hmm. like Christ incarnation, yeah. Christ life and death, mm-hmm. the resurrection, the return. And yeah. I do think um, that's good stuff. Yes. Um, and we're seeing that more and more in modern songs that are being written, which I am thankful for. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, sweet. Well, I think we could talk about this forever, ever. Yeah, and we yeah. both talk about this forever. Because <laughs> he's awesome. And we've been there 10,000 years. Yeah. And we'll have no less days to sing God's praise. Oh, come on. We'll, and then we'll be singing it. We'll be just yeah, be like, yeah. yeah. What's that going to be like? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. We can only imagine. Well, we have three questions. Yes. All right. So the Let's first. Let's go from serious to less serious. You okay. Go in that order? So we'll start with the first one. The first one is actually, a, I, th- I think, is kind of an extension of what we've been talking about. But, um, and we've addressed this before, but it's just good to come back to it is, should I be rebaptized? Um, or baptized again. That's what rebaptized means. Uh, and I think that's, nope. a, that's a, yeah. Right, well, <laughs> I guess we would say why, the first question you always ask, and that is, why do you think you should be rebaptized? Uh, and I do think that, that we get this, we're getting this question again, because we are talking about in because uh, in services and people are realizing, hey, um, maybe I need to take this step. Uh, so the first step, the first question is why? Uh, and depending on the answer, uh, we would say yes or no uh, to that question. It's like a which way book right now. <laughs> which way do you go? Turn. To, they said no. Yeah, yeah. Turn to page thirty-three yeah, yeah. in the manual of how to answer questions. But yeah. I mean, you know, if it's a hey, I was baptized as a kid, but I literally had no clue what I was doing, um, and now I understand. Yeah. Okay, probably so. Hey, I was baptized when I was thirteen, and I, but now like then I walked away or strayed, but I've come back. That's a maybe yeah. uh, because then we would ask some follow up questions yeah. on like, well, did what. What, what did you believe right. then? And did you, you know, um, and then there's like, hey, I, do, I was baptized and I know I was a believer, but I just made a new commitment because I mm-hmm. recognize who God is. No, like, you know, you need to be baptized yeah. once. Part of the reason for this question is there's like a new wave of like, so Baptists have always been about rebaptizing because it makes the pastor look good on the stat sheet. You yeah. Know, so that they report <laughs> to their convention, but more like charismatic experiential churches yeah. are kind of having people rebaptized as an experience. Yeah. And again, like that's just bad leadership, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, you know, I, I've, I even saw the largest charismatic church in this area. They posted a thing like, Hey, uh, if you want a fresh new mm. like experience encounter with God, like we're having wow. baptisms, wow, and it looks so good in their Instagram videos, yeah. like having all those people get baptized, yeah, uh, that's just trash mm. theology. I'm yeah. sorry, um, and I'd be happy to have conversations with. Mm-hmm. The, they don't want to have conversations <laughs> with me, but um, so that's just not good. I w- I would say like to me, this just brings up like when our children are young, like please don't feel pressure to get them baptized. Yeah. It doesn't save them, right? Like. Pray with them, like mm-hmm. that prayer, you know, how about sinners, prayer, whatever, you know, over and over again. But like, wait till they are like, they want to get baptized, they get it. Somebody else affirms they have an understanding of it. Um, don't pressure them in this. You, I, I, I look, listen, we live in the day of like, we want child prodigies, all that stuff. Fight the pride that you feel good if your kid gets the gospel mm-hmm. at five years old mm-hmm. or seven years old. I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. We baptize kids that age. Mm-hmm. We, we parents feel confident. We trust them. Mm-hmm. But you fight that urge. Yeah. It's not a it's not a keep up with this, uh, you know, this right, family or right. this. Yeah. You gotta you are responsible for caring for the soul of your kid. And some kids are ready. And some kids, it's like they probably do believe, but maybe to avoid confusion and to they need to wait. And that's okay. It needs to be their decision too, because then you don't want them to be like 14. Well, did I really mean it? Like yeah. and, and that happens still. So I'm not like like, right. You know, and, mm-hmm. and what uh, with other people, I'm ultimately like, look, if you really doubt that you got it and you feel like you need to do this, like yeah. do this, God knows there's, your heart. There's you so know. much grace in this. It's yeah. 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 I wrestle with that. Cause like at 14, I, you know, got saved at 16, I got baptized. Then I kind of like struggled with what it means to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Cause I was really running 21. I was like, no, nah, I'm 
There's, I'm not holding back. And I wrestled for a few years. I'm like, should I have gotten baptized yeah. at 21? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I, I did get it. But yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. Yeah, I agree. Moving 100%. on. 100%. Yeah. All right. Next question is. June equipping classes. What? What are what, what are the these? What, what are we what, doing? What, Why are we what, changing what, the church? You guys talk about life groups all the time, I and know, it's so I important know, to be in a I life know. group. And now we're not having I, life groups for four weeks, and we're doing equipping classes. What the world? So uh, if you missed uh, the announcement what the and what the world uh, in the month of June, we are going to hit pause on our current life groups meeting. Uh, time, time out. Time out. Yeah. Hopefully they're meeting oh, for on, fellowship yeah, and stuff. They should still be doing stuff, but yeah. on the Sunday morning. So part of this is our Wednesday night life always groups in June break, always right? take a break because of kids and activities. And so it's really kind of aligning and our Sundays not fair. to Wednesdays. Not fair. Ain't so fair. We're all about fairness. Let's be fair. Everything's got to be the same. That's, we're not fair. Um, so I, I'm told that like at least once a day. Uh, you're not fair. Yeah, that's right. Life's not, and I try, but it's I do. Not. We're not allowed to say that in my house. Yeah, you know yeah, that? It's not you get fair. In trouble yeah, life's it's, not fair. It's not my, fair. my child actually said, somebody said, why are we not allowed to say that? My other child said, because life's not fair. It's just truth. Like, yes. Come on. You're, you're getting, getting it. it. Something sinking in. The beauty of grace is that life isn't fair. Yes. Well, so true. It is a good quote. Yeah, that is a good quote. So are junior equipping classes in the hotel room? Not a good quote by <laughs> Reliant good, K. Yeah, that's the right. Of grace. <laughs> Sorry. Not all oh of them. man, Reliant. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Um, back on track. Junior equipping classes. Sad at the same time. Uh, you know, uh, we just want to go deeper into our essentials: worship, grow, serve, give, reach. Uh, this is an opportunity for that to happen. Uh, and you know, sometimes we just we've tried to figure out ways to do our equipping classes. Uh, on top of life groups, like in addition, and we and y'all don't love Jesus enough yeah, to come I mean, another time. And really, that's just asking. That's asking yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, you know, we're saying, hey, in your life group, you should and you should also have accountability. You should be meeting degree, all these things. Yeah, yeah. So we're just hitting pause. Uh, one, this is giving some of our life groups are you know lead a, alone. Uh, you know, there's not a, there's not co leaders, and so mm-hmm. it gives them a little bit of. A, a reprieve. We have some awesome church members uh, who are great leaders and teachers in specific areas. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not leading a life group, uh, but it gives them an opportunity to exercise the gift of teaching. Yep. And um, what's cool in our intergenerational yep. focus, yep. this gives because we understand that life groups, for the most part, people, it's age and stage. You kind of gravitate that. We do have interge- some intergenerational mm-hmm. life groups, but this gives the opportunity for to four solid so weeks to not be so ageist and yeah, uh, ageist, yeah, yeah. ageist and, uh, but to really uh, develop some relationships outside of your normal circle to, you know, break things up. And then when we start life groups back, uh, it's kind of a fresh start for those life groups. And what we found, uh, I think in leadership is general principle, like when you take a break for something and you yeah. relaunch it, it relaunches with greater energy, mm-hmm. uh, dedication and enthusiasm. And I think we're excited for that too. I got nothing to add to that. All right. So sign up. You can go uh, on our website, uh, churchonbayshore.org. Go to the homepage. There's a link to equipping classes. It answers your questions. And that's where you can sign up for the class. You don't sign up for a different class every week. One class for four weeks. You can sign up there. And, Michael and Van Sant's done a great job. We've got it where this. it will uh, wake Michael Van Zandt up and you can he will <laughs> every, a- answer your question. If every you click time on the you link. hit submit, <laughs> his phone dings. Uh-huh. Uh, so we would just love for you to hit yeah. submit over and sign over up, again over about over three over. in the morning. He's probably already awake going over because Michael is just a logistics guy. So, all right. Our third question kind of bothers me. All right. What I, I can't remember. What is it? Am I growing my hair? Oh, that's out? right. I've that's been right. asked that. Yes, people keep What's asking. up with my hair? Yeah, you are. Yeah, and so funny. So I, I, we were uh, in the third service two weeks yeah. ago. We were uh, uh, in the music suite going over some stuff to come back out, and uh, I looked up at the screen, and it was funny. I just said, you know, with James' hair being longer, no, um, you didn't. no, I said with James' hair being longer, he looks a lot more like Nate. 
uh, or Nate, I just see a lot my more. My son, yeah. Yeah, yeah your yeah. son, Nate. And it's funny because I've always just thought you and Cam look so much yeah. alike. And it was like the first time I was like, oh, wow, Nate. I mean, besides like his yeah, dark, yeah. you know, which Christy yeah. has dark hair too. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and then everyone was like, yeah, I wondered if he was growing it out, growing it out. And, and, but, then, but then somebody, actually it was Jonathan Ox. He was like, dude, if I had that head of hair, I'd grow it out too. Oh, he's got some good Jonathan hair. Ox. He's like, Thanks. he's got some he's good such hair. An encourager. He is. He's and you do, an you do have some, you have some nice thick hair, man. That, that, I, I would say this is just, it's so weird that you're, like, you probably get this too. You're in front of people. So people like, you know, everything. Comment, yeah. You know. Oh, hey, yeah. How you put on a, like, you put on two pounds. You're like, I noticed you're putting on weight. Uh, I noticed you're wearing that. I noticed, you know, thanks a lot. You know? Yeah. 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 I'm trying to grow my hair out. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, there I you keep go. Asking Christy what she thinks, and she doesn't say anything. I so. said, "Well, I said that it's I my midlife like, crisis. Let me have my midlife. <laughs> hey, it's crisis. better than a lot of other yes, midlife crisis." Yes. I did say, "I was like," and they were like, "I want." Somebody said, "I wonder what Christy thinks." I was like, "Listen, Christy will tell James what she thinks, and if she doesn't like it, he'll probably get a cut." That's <laughs> so it's true, true, you know. Yeah. So there we go. All right, let's move on to our game. Thing. All right, our top game. five, and I gave you this complete the ideal worship set. Right. So like yeah. call to worship, two songs before the sermon, two songs after the sermon, which we'll be doing in June. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, so all right. Call okay. to worship. What are we open them okay. with, Justin? So as you can imagine, this is no surprise to you. I had a real hard time with this because yeah. I like so many things. And I actually came up with two lists. One is like songs like right now, and then one would be like an all time, like okay. kind of like okay, okay like longer history. So let's do it this way. Let's do right now for you, right, right now. now for me, all time for you. Okay. And then we'll repeat. All right. So, so call the, to worship. So we haven't actually done this song in a, in a little while. And I was like, we should do this song again. But there's a song we've done called God Be Praised. And I think it's- Don't know it. Oh, so it's been a while since we've done it. The reason I love the song as an opener, it hits on all cylinders. Like it starts off kind of chill and it's just like about the glory of God and how he's working uh, in us across the world. And it just ends with God be praised. And it's also a banger musically because everybody is like, Do you call it a banger. Yeah, that's right. it's, it's yeah. a musical to okay. like because okay. every instrument gets something really fun to do in okay. it. That's like, okay. like it's just a fun rhythm song. But the electrics get something, the piano gets something, the male and the female vocalists get great harmonies. Uh, so I was like, man, we gotta do this song. So again. is that bangers and mash? Yeah, <laughs> but I have no idea. You're doing all of it, you know. Oh, you mash it up. There okay, you go mash so it up. So my call to worship. Which I'm a little salty about because Justin won't do this song. Uh -oh, uh -oh. He's made alive. Oh, it is a good song. I love it. Made that song. alive. Yeah, it's Citizens. a good song. Man. It's just a it's a hard one musically to pull off right. And I just kind of feel like our church like won't appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I like the song. You have brought me. Hang. Mm. It's got a great you it's kind of a, done this Sunday. And we should well, we should maybe maybe we will. I maybe just, I'll just keep throwing all my song suggestions. Maybe on, uh, on your birthday, like if your birthday's no, on don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then we'll sing and happy then birthday. All time call to worship. Okay. Uh, is there's a choir song uh, called Honored, Glorified, Exalted. And if you just have like a hundred people singing in a choir and this song, it's beautiful because it's just about God's. Dude, do it at the pastor's conference. It's just uh, amazing. It's do it beautiful. At the pastor's conference. So, maybe so. Maybe we should. Because yeah, yeah. then we'll it, it's like, it's choir. just about Jesus Remember? being exalted and then it throws in, I'll hail the power of Jesus' name. And Ooh. it's just good. And there's like three key changes, which do is. It. 
always epic for choir songs. I may, we may, we may. It's a throwback. It's an old song. Like it's not. I I remember a choir singing it growing up. Like so, it's not new. I probably Um, know it, but can't remember it. Okay, so now we're on to the like we've we've called everybody Mm -hmm. to worship. We've probably done some kind of welcome, right? Yeah. And now we're worshiping when we're We're going in. So we're going into the. It's a newer song, but I didn't do any brand new songs because I I feel like they got to have a little shelf life. Mm -hmm. We sing this one a good bit. Behold the Lamb. Behold the Lamb. Because it's a story of the gospel from beginning to end. Uh, It's actually uh, Christian Sample's Passion. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a passion okay. song. Okay. And uh, I think it's just, it's a response song. Like you were just, look, it's Small guy behold, brown look hair at Jesus. That high. That's right. Pilwick, um, <laughs> they're all, they're all like five foot seven, okay, five yeah. foot six. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah we kind of, they're kind of petite men. So yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going in Christ alone here. We're Woo! just like, you know, we, we're, man, we're just bringing a gospel story yeah, right away. Right away. That's what just, I'm doing. Just no surprise. Like, yeah, no yeah, leading. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And you're all time. The next, the next song, we're going to bring it down a little bit musically, but we're going to sing Yet Not I, But Christ. Uh, that's City of Light. Yeah, not. We've seen that in that all three songs. It's again, I love that's story songs. Yeah. It, okay. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. No, that's not yeah, all time. That's skipped, my next. All time next one. And we're singing that. We sang this this past Sunday. Uh, uh, Christ is risen. Christ is risen from yeah, we did the that Easter too. I, That's great. It's just, I mean, come on. Okay. Yeah, come awake. Now we're on song three. And that is yet not I, but Christ in me. Okay. Because that's just like, it is not us. There's a race to run and Jesus gives us the strength for it. Um, and again, it's a story song. I love story songs. It starts, you know, just ends with his return. We're with him forever. And when we are before the throne, we're going to be like, it wasn't us. It was you, Jesus. People, and people who... Um, don't think we should focus on sin and worship would sing. It was I, but Christ came along with me. Right? <laughs> and where there was one set of footsteps is where I climbed on his back yeah, in sand. Right. And yeah. where Ooh, there are two man. steps is where mm-hmm. he let me run. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, mine would be Lord, I need you. Oh yeah. What uh, a good one. Yeah, mm. man. Yeah. See, I would place where that. Where sins run, runs deep, your grace is more. Yeah. Where grace is found is where you are. And where you are is where. I am free. I, when you sing that, I'm just like, to me, that's like, that's a, you know, that, that song is maybe mm, 10 years old now. Uh, but I think instant classic. It is. It really is. And I think uh, Matt Mayer, who wrote that, also wrote "Christ Is Risen." He's a great uh, songwriter for worship songs. Um, every time we sing that, like that's one I think. Like I don't get tired of is singing. He short and has brown hair. No, he actually has like been solid gray hair since he was like thirty. That's so why he, he looks is like a popular worship. That's leader. right. He he kind of looks different. Yeah, that's uh, why he writes. That's right. <laughs> He's a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually he he became big. Uh, Your grace is enough. He wrote that, oh. and then Chris Tomlin did it, yeah, and it became big. So Lord, I need right. you, Tomlin. Yeah, Lord. Yep. Okay, then your all-time third song? Uh, Revelation song. You know, I almost put that on here. I, I, great what song. a great song. I mean, you're just singing scripture and um, it's just, it's beautiful. And do you, just, do you know the story about that at, at Mosaic when we were like going through songs? I did. I was like, I do not like the lyrics, like clothed in rainbows of living color. <laughs> and Christy was like, it's in the scripture. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, fine. Yeah, we'll like, you're it. such a dude, right? We'll, we'll sing I, it. It's so funny because I remember thinking and that the I first time. I keep thinking time. of Damon Wayans when we sing In Living yeah. Color because yeah. the show In Living Color. <laughs> That's you so funny. You weren't allowed in to watch. Color. Oh, you did oh, know. I know oh, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had to sneak watch that Jim with Carrey. my parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What, the fireman guy? What yeah, was yeah. this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, there was all Fire kinds Marshall of crazy. Bill. Fire Marshal Bill. That's right. All right. All right. We're, uh, we're, now we're after the sermon. Okay. So after the sermon, the response song to the gospel, man, I had, I, this is like a tie because one is, and I'm going to go with the other one. Um, the, the first place is uh, the song that you don't like. 
It's more like Jesus oh uh, because it's just like, Lord, it's the Lord, I need you. It's just make me more like Jesus. But the, the close runner up is the song we don't sing here yet. We sang at the parenting conference. It's called Abide. And it's just about like, Lord, like help me abide in you, which yeah, that's how, that's the only way we can respond. Like yeah, I know you do. I like more like Jesus because um, it's like you came, Jesus, you came to the earth, you yeah. created, like, made me more like you. Um, yeah. And it has like a, Outward focus. This world yeah. is dying to know. Like, help me be more like world you. So, yeah, dying to know who you are. It is I, that line is like kind of funny, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. also like it is it's centering they, outwards. They are, so, yeah. so right. we're doing it as well. Woo! The hymn. You can maybe do some kind of variation of it, but man, mm-hmm. just the lyrics to that right after the sermon. Get as big at the end with the return of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that is it as well is my all time like okay. response right. song right there. Yeah, good. Yep. Okay. As well. Then we're closing out the service. You were closing out the service with my favorite song. It didn't, it's not on my all time list uh, because it's just my favorite. We're going to do it anyway. It is all time, but in Christ alone, you had it earlier. I have yeah, it. It's yeah. like, this is our closing song. This is how we're leaving in Christ alone. Mm. So. Mm. so I really struggled with this one because I was thinking, so I'm going to give you my three options. I thought we could do Waymaker because like, you're just, uh, you are good. here and then you sing that verse. Like, it's just such mm-hmm. encouragement. Yeah. And then also a song we don't do, Sing to the King. Oh, yeah. Man, what a great Sing when Satan is vanquished and Jesus is king. That is a great or revelation song, song yeah. too. But all three of them. But I'd probably go with Waymaker yeah, if I had to pick one. I have to like remit. See if I can update Sing to the King. Part of Waymaker is like our kids in our church yeah. know it and just hearing them sing that song it is. so loud. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, that's uh, a great one. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise. Keeper. Yeah. And that bridge where it's like, even when I don't feel it, you're moving. Yeah. You know, like, even when I don't see something. it, you're working. Even yeah. when I don't feel it, you're working. That's so true. Yeah, Man, yeah. so good. Okay, so good. Which, what, all, <laughs> all time. All time. What are we going to be singing in is, heaven forever? Well, this isn't, no, this is a totally different motivation in putting this here. It's okay. not what we're going to be singing in heaven, but I um, chose bringing in the Chiefs <laughs> because. Well, well, not just that. Substitute. I hope people left to go serve in children's <laughs> ministry by the time we close. With That's that. why, because all time people were like, "I got to check out." Yeah, yeah. But because ultimately, I need a song to remind me that it, we don't have to sing a song that I like to worship oh, Jesus. Man. So fill in the blank with you did all time. It can be any song that I'm just like meh about to remind me that even as the worship pastor chooses the songs. We don't have to sing songs that I like to That's worship Jesus. That's why you Jesus. do more like Jesus a lot. You remind me <laughs> That's of That's right. And James, this is just to remind you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It ain't about you. It's about Jesus. <laughs> you, know, you need to be more like Jesus. We all have got to be reminded about we that. Do. You we know, do. like, hey, you know, it's just, you know, Francis Chan tells a story, you know, and one, some, one of his, he's like, this lady came up to me and like, I didn't like the music today. And he just says, good. We weren't singing to you. Like, That's good. hey, you know. I need to be reminded of yeah, that too. I've said that to somebody. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> we've yeah. never heard that here. As, not yeah. as tactfully and whiny as he said it, but you yeah. Know, you know, anyway. <laughs> well, hey, there we go. There's our there's our uh, current and all time just wor- ultimate worship set and subject to change based on Let how we feel. Let us know what your favorite worship yeah, songs are. Yeah, I want to know. I'm curious. So he what can intentionally favorite. not do them. Yeah, that's right. That's to right. remind you, it's not about you. Uh, so please let me know. I will. I do. I always uh, am curious I'm what people's kidding. favorite worship songs are. And just know that if it's uh, a few bands that I typically avoid and uh, because I just don't like their music. So if it's one of them, just know I probably won't do it, but I would be like, that's great for you uh, to, to enjoy that. So anyway, hey. Like exp- where's all the CCM people now? Uh, I don't know. They don't like do that. Like, it's just like worship leaders, right? Yeah, because that's where they make money. Honestly, they like, oh. yeah, it's just, yeah. If, yeah. That's why so many connect with Bethel then? <laughs> I probably. Okay. Yeah, they're like, hey, we just make money and we'll just cover somebody else's songs and make money. CC- I mean, really, like CCM, 
is just like, here's well, here's how we're gonna sell these records. Here's who's buying music, and yeah, it's the same songs on K Love. Yeah, it's kind oh. of a formula. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It's kind of a formula. Why didn't you follow that formula? Because you're too tall. I guess so. I'm oh, not okay. good looking enough. I guess to no, make it as a CCM man. guy. I don't know. Uh, too much vibrato in my voice. I don't yeah, know. It's just yeah. kind of like no, oh, whatever. Okay. Um, that's enough that's enough we're just kind of <laughs> rambling <All right. laughs> anyway thanks for tuning in and listening to that rant uh, see you next week yeah that's right that's why we need questions thanks for listening to Boggy Talk we are so glad you joined in the conversation go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat